Welcome back to yet another edition of the most comprehensive anime podcast around subs lie dubs lie it's your guy jay aka versace vegeta and i'm here with my dog d what's popping man what's going on brother jay what's going on people we back at it again as always this is yeah we're this is a great time it's always a great time when we hop on the goddamn <laughs> on the mic we're going out of here man very very fun times indeed man you know recently we were able to, to talk rao the king of fists from fists of the north star with our guy cyrus from our sister network yes. you know so definitely shouts out to cyrus uh make sure if y'all are into pro wrestling give a listen to the war report you know what i'm saying they out there talking the hottest with wwe nxt and all that man so make sure to tune in there but man, it has been such an amazing week, D. How was yours? Man, my week was pretty chill. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Yeah. First and foremost, that shit went by fast. <laughs> that shit went by so fast, but that's good for me. I'm trying to not not like I regret it this year, but for the most part, I need I, I need something new. I need in twenty twenty four to hit rather soon. So I'm not mad about my week being a little bit, you know, short. My weekend though was was super lit. Yeah, super lit because I got to rewatch the goat, the goat show. Ooh, talk about the it. goat man, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Do, do, do the people know what that is, man? Do the people really know how just really amazing that shit is? Like, this shit is so like I sat there and binged this, yeah. which is crazy to me. At this stage of my life, <laughs> I'm not rushing a binge. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I did not mind watching 64 episodes for a weekend. Just just locked in, loaded, just tapped in completely. That shit is a classic, man. It's it's funny how this is a series that dropped around 01 in regards to the manga. Uh-huh. Shit. Uh, I don't think ain't nothing close. <laughs> ain't nothing jumped throughout there. Imagine this shit as far as quality of story, what they got able to accomplish such short notice. It ain't really long at all, to be honest. Not at all. Very digestible. Yeah. Man, short and sweet, love it. Cast amazing. Just, it's a great, it's a great time. <laughs> it's a great time. It made me feel like a, it made me feel like a youngin again. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you go back and you throw something on, you, you think you'd be prone mm-hmm. to nostalgia. Like, nah, this shit is really good. <laughs> this is not. This is not. This is nothing for me to to just. Oh yeah. Yeah, this was something that was cool back then. Like, no, it's still it's still damn near number one. Gonna be number one for a while. Uh, I, I haven't seen, like I said, I haven't seen anything from Jump that that's even come close. But that, that wrapped up my weekend, man. Work and anime. <laughs> Old school shit. Feel that, man. Absolutely feel that. Uh, you know, my week was really about the same, to be honest with you. Uh, Mm -hmm. But before I get into my past week, uh, 
I did, you know, last week a lot, a lot of people are, you know, getting their Spotify raps and, and you know, their Apple Music raps and, and things like that. And uh, there was a tweet that went out on the, the Lookout page on Twitter. And man, it, I was just so elated. This made my whole week, man. I want to thank y'all first. I want to thank y'all for this one. Because without y'all listening in, without y'all being locked in, tapped in on this weekly basis, this would not be the news that we were receiving, man. We got the most listened to episode on the entire Lookout Network for the whole year of 2023, man. Y'all were really tuned in to episode 12. Y'all came in right and direct for season two. Y'all was waiting. Uh, I I really hope that y'all enjoyed season two one of my faves <laughs> but that that just uh, just surprised the hell out of me I can seriously say I'm, 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 I'm dead ass thankful for that extremely I, I thankful even, uh, I'm not said this on Twitter before I'm not not really used to calling people fans so I'm gonna say as supporters of, of this craft man I, I really appreciate y'all because y'all ain't at the least yeah for real in all seriousness yeah like you know what i mean we just a couple of guys talking about some anime man just just we're passionate about this shit it's like all all respect where it's due we're not the main show on this network you know so it's one of those things where like it means a lot to me where y'all really were excited for us to return for season two and y'all really were excited for us to cover the entire history of the saints you know like it's it's a huge accomplishment it really is. I can't put it on my resume, but goddamn it, I, I would if I could. You know what I mean? I I I, I throw it up in my bio. <laughs> if I will <if> <laughs> rep it on any social media bio. That's that's a good that's a good good feeling. Folks checked out your shit. That that's always good. You know, it, it really is huge. Uh, so I again cannot thank y'all enough for listening. Uh, Everyone, you know, whether it be friends of ours, family, uh, loved ones, uh, you know, partners, you know, like people who just fuck with us in general, whether you just listen because you found this in a search and you were just looking for something about the sayings, man. And you were like the history of the sayings. I'll listen to that. I don't care. It doesn't matter. We really appreciate y'all. That, that shit. And appreciation is an understatement at this point. Man, I, I can't stress that enough. Y'all y'all really did that. Man. That that was something I really had a big ass smile on my face. I can't lie. That felt good. And it's an amazing feeling. You know, like it, it really... It, it makes it lets us know like hey we're doing the right thing and we only can just keep going harder so you know yeah. hey look I, I, season four on the way baby <laughs> you know yeah, yeah you heard it here tap. first man you know yeah, season, stay season tapped in four. stay tapped stay tapped in man it's, it's coming really next, early next year uh we, we, i would say march next year yeah march you next year you don't have your, ain't gonna have y'all waiting that long. Yeah, not very you know, long. Just a little quick break, break. Yeah, <laughs> a little, little, little quick something, and then uh, 
we'll we'll have something very in tune for the season. Uh, I'll put it that way. It's gonna be spicy. Very, very <laughs> spicy. Very spicy, and it's gonna be interesting, entertaining, and you'll learn a few things. Mm-hmm. But I learned a lot this weekend uh, because I decided to also do the same thing you did. But for me, this is my first time ever, ever watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I was a big fan of the 2003 series. I will not lie to you. When you don't know that it's based on a manga that's widely different from it. When you don't have a manga in your face telling you <laughs> it's not the same, that shit tastes great, man. Like, it's, you know? It's, yeah. yeah. It, it was in. I'm not going to lie. In 2003, original Full Metal Alchemist hit for me, right? It uh, was really good. I was a really big fan of it. And the, I watched the movie, all of that. I, I thought it was a weird ending. I ain't going to lie to you. I never really thought the, weird, the ending to the 2003 series was different. And then they they had very interesting subject matter for that movie. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Go check it out yourself. Yeah, check it out for yourself. There, there's actually, I mean, the 2003 anime, especially towards the end, just has very interesting subject matter in multiple ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, especially that, that movie. Uh I don't know what made them go with that bar. That was a crazy <laughs> route to go. I ain't my whole Yeah. Yeah. Um I guess call it call it a blessing of the old the two thousands where you could just I mean, even then, I mean shit. Even <laughs> then, right? Even yeah. Then. But you know, like Okay, Whoa. like I feel like it's a product of its time in the sense that the world is desensitized to what happened a long time ago because they're now worried about the current threat of terrorism. And the idea of terrorism is brought up a lot in the original Fullman Alchemist. Yeah. Um, as well as a lot of thinly veiled Naziist analogies throughout the show <laughs> until you get to the movie and then it's just BAM right in your fucking face it's right there you got Hitler in the fucking movie like it's it's right there in your face uh so we ain't trying to hide it <laughs> I, I will say having been a fan of the 2003 series having not watched it since the Adult Swim era Getting into watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, a series that I've been told repeatedly for the past 14 years, you need to watch it. It is the perfect adaptation for the manga. It is, um, it, it, it is what the story they were trying to tell. It's 10 times better, all that, right? Mm-hmm. Having binged through this entire show and let, uh, you know, D brought up a good point. At this stage in your life, binging a show, over a weekend, a little t- I was exhausted, boy. I was exhausted by late Saturday, okay? <laughs> but I had a mission, and I made sure there was only like nine episodes left for Sunday. So, you know, like, uh, I-, I absolutely loved my time watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I will say 
y'all were right on every point but one about and i mean y'all meaning just the general people who have told me over the years uh it is not a perfect adaptation of the manga i don't know if y'all read the manga because there's a lot missing from the manga in brotherhood now it's it's not like i don't want to say a lot in like be like oh major plot no like there it's just there's like plot points that the beginning of them are in the manga and the payoff is in the anime yeah like how scar's brother teaches the ishvalans alchemy right he that's in the manga like they show you how that happened then it shows them like later on and like scar coming across them and it's like oh damn these are people that my brother taught okay cool like yeah scar tells you and it's just kind of throwaway line in the anime in the manga you got to see that happen um there's some wild shit like mustangs sets a whole ish falling on fire like yeah like for the most part the both adaptations they they both like a little and for brotherhood is not as much but brotherhood is like 95 yeah. percent. yeah it's still the same yeah. story and, There's some, and it even adds some stuff yeah but it's just some key moments that they were just, yeah they, they, ain't, they ain't i don't know why um, especially Brotherhood, like they really were like first few volumes. I speed run, yeah. <laughs> speed run, <laughs> moving stuff around. Like a yeah, lot of stuff was. is out of sequence early on. Yeah, I mean, for the like, better, yeah. I would say, yeah. Uh, yeah. because it does give you a better flow of like you don't waste time on like them becoming state alchemists. Nah, you, you, exactly. By 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 episode five, you won't even care. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're kid more about what their end game is, and so so I I do want to you know I I, I want to clear up that one because that's a statement that I've heard repeatedly. Yeah, nah. Oh oh, not like not nah. for the most part. You know I'm the big manga enthusiast. Yeah, you better go read it again. <laughs> I mean yeah yeah just to see what you missed right because there's like little little hints at like who this week's character like what his true nature is a lot little hints that like they kind of dissuade you away from it early on in the manga whereas episode one in the anime you already know king bradley is somebody not to be fucked with yeah you don't know that until a little bit further in the manga. yeah they did it weird man because episode two like feels like episode two feels like episode one episode yeah. one feels like some like it's just like you should have just put that as episode episode zero. one is you know okay all right yeah let's talk about full metal alchemist brotherhood a little bit before we even start going yeah. into the character that i did find that weird episode one is like it expects you to just know yeah it's like you know that you're getting a, an adaptation of something that was done before yeah, you're, you're gonna, like this is like uh, for uh, uh, something super popular. Full Metal Alchemist but, Brotherhood yeah. does rely on you knowing Full Metal Alchemist already. Yeah, yeah, like it is on the level of Dragon Balls, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball Z Kai. Like you're, they're expecting you. Like yeah, you know what you're getting. You already know what's up. So certain shit. Especially for like shit filler. 
but yeah, because I mean there was like really they, none, none, yeah, they, they, none at all. Yeah, they they they, they added some little some little inch, inch, like for the most part, it's probably like what three or so episodes that were not ever in the manga. So that's that's a good track. Record. And even then, it was stuff that was like. Yeah. It, it took bits that were from the manga and just put them out of sequence. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, Whereas, like, mm. you look at the <laughs> 03 anime, and, like, I know a lot of people talk about, like, oh, it's got so much filler. They animated a light novel. Yeah, that's is- one of those episodes. Like, this? Yeah. Like, that. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't uh, 03 does kind of, there's some credit it deserves early on in 03. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's just like if again, if you were, there's so much more in 03, although good, really good. It's like oh, and you finally realize that this was what you were supposed to be getting. Yes, you, you look at it, you look at it differently, like, way different. I will uh, say though, with Brotherhood, uh, because I, I powered through the fucking manga like at the same time, like it was trying to be at the same place where I was in the in the show. You know what I mean? Like, it was just... It was hard. Yeah. It was hard. Hell yeah, it's mad. It was hard. Yeah. Like like I said, they both <laughs> failed to... Looking at it on my phone while trying to play Dokkan and trying to... Oh, it was hard. It was hard. I'm not gonna oh, lie to you. Thank God Man, for I the had... English dub. Thank God for that English yeah, dub. Yeah, I, I will say the dub is spectacular. You and... People think because like I'm so big on like for the past few seasons we've done, I'm like, oh sub, sub, sub. Like, you know, there's great dubs and this is one of them. I very much enjoyed Because they made the right casting choices in 03. Hell yeah. It it was a trip though to hear some certain characters, but it it did fit. Yeah, so some of the changes they did were so especially like like let's say you're like watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is for the first time, right? You're watching the, the English dub. And then, like, all of a sudden, you're hearing evil trunks. And it's just like, what? Yeah. Like, what is going yeah, it's on? like, this is not it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not it. It's not him. It's not what he do. Wait, yeah, yeah it's always the trick. It was, it was wild. Um, what was his, what was his name? It was the, the evil alchemist. Um, which one? <laughs> the, uh, the evil one. He had been locked up for a little while, and they free him towards the end. Oh, the man that took the um, philosopher song. Yes, yes, the dude that did all that shit in Ishval. Hearing his hearing <laughs> Trunks' voice coming out of that character's mouth, like it was a little odd. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like it was, it, it was a little. Well, Eric Vale is not really good with villains like that. Like that, he just has his trunks yeah. voice. Yeah, he's just a natural pro tag, man. <laughs> I mean, that's just what it boiled down to. And then there was like a Linda Young did a certain character, and I was just like, I'm sorry. I know you're trying to like calm these people down in this scene. This is just Frieza talking. This is yeah. just Frieza. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. Uh, not, not even Genkai. Like it, it's Frieza. It's Frieza. It's yeah. Frieza. Um, but uh, Chris, Chris Sabbath's, uh 
Armstrong, solid. Amazing. Oh, yeah. You did love that. It. Love it. Love it. Love it. He did that. Um, he who shall not be named on my show. Uh, oh, least. yeah. We, yeah. I absolutely loved his Albert Elric. I won't lie. Yeah, he, he, he did that. He did, a, he oh. did great. He did great. Uh, for, for his for his uh, voice acting credit, uh, did a really great job as Edward. He, under, he understood he understood the assignment. That's yeah. As far, that's as far as flowers go. That's the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I mean, hey, listen. Shouts out to you doing a role before I ever knew where you was oh, yeah. really <laughs> fucked up like that. Yeah. You know? Man, you, you, did, you did the role of a character I really hated. So for us to find out you was really fucked up, man, we hate you. Come on, ain't gonna hold you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What, what does that character do, right? Yeah, what? Yeah, what does he do? But yeah, almost by I think the double was solid, really solid. Yeah, really the double was really great. Um, I love the flow, uh, the pacing. This, I, I, I we made the joke uh, through text uh, over the weekend. You know, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood is 64 episodes. Dragon Ball GT is 64 episodes. These are not the same for 64 episodes. This is not the same. Not at all. Oh, 64 not episodes. Even. At not all. Close. Uh, uh, not even close. Right. I got through these 64 episodes. I was like, uh, like I, I mean, I'm, I'm 35, so I was kind of tired. But like, a breeze. Otherwise, a breeze. Really? Oh yeah, I, I felt like I was in my twenties again. Watching just yeah, through yeah, an anime, yeah. I couldn't stop watching. Oh, oh yeah, GT is more so like it feel like a choice. You got to yeah. I'm like, like I'm, I'm, so I'm, when I don't do we get to bad. baby? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know. I'm I'm on the record saying that GT ain't awful. It's just whatever. But like, yeah, it does at some points feel like a chore. <laughs> so like the beginning. <laughs> Maybe they should have picked up the pace. The Funimation <laughs> was kind of, I mean. Oh, especially y'all. If you're yo, GT, you're, when they made that GT, choice to skip them first 16 episodes, listen, I don't blame them. That's all I'm going to say. They I were, don't blame them. They were, they were, if that's your first experience, man, maybe maybe you want to replicate that scene if you ever feel the need to go to GT. Yeah, go watch ahead. Funimation's GT episode one. And then if you want to watch the Japanese, uh, version right. like go ahead and watch from 16 on <laughs> yeah the first couple episodes is like it's nice <laughs> it's not bad because i do like seeing the, the characters uh you know character <laughs> but like, yeah it's just there's some questionable stuff they skip you know what i mean yes. like they put pan in some situations that's like i don't think i don't think Flew in 1996. Like, like, you know, yeah. like, I'm not. This is not. It didn't. I don't know why they let that rock. <laughs> I, I guess, well, I guess they were trying to replicate what they thought was Toriyama's sense of humor slash perversion in this series. Not, not. You know, <laughs> it's, it, it was, they, they definitely, it was like, uh, I don't think y'all realize Toriyama like grown women, bro. <laughs> Very clear. Very clear yeah. with that one. Uh, absolutely. 
You know, like, I mean, yeah, there was stuff with Bulma, but she wasn't. He didn't draw her to look like Pan, bro. I'll put it that way. Like, nah. like you know, like, as nasty as that was. Nah, it was really nasty. You, you know, should have known by now. Yeah. 19, 1984 to 85, okay. 1996, yeah. you got 10 years worth of material. Different, different time. time. Different, different time. Yeah. And, 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 you know, okay, all right, all right. Dragon Ball's our bag, bro. So, yeah. And, I, and I, I got I got something I, I got to reply to, man. There was ah! an episode this week on the lookout. And one of the topics they discussed was, can, does Krillin get smoked in most of your favorite animes? I listened to that. Hey, man, I want to say something right now. Just because this man got killed five times don't mean shit. The first time he got killed, he was little, and he he got killed by somebody that was much stronger than him at 16, okay? Is Tambourine weak in the whole aspect of Dragon Ball? Absolutely. But was he stronger than Krillin at 16? Yes. That, that would imply that Krillin peaked at 16. And, it, and we all know he didn't. We yeah, all know I mean, he didn't. We all watched the same fucking Dragon Ball, right? Yeah. As much as folks realize with Gohan with untapped potential, Krillin has had a lot of untapped potential scenes happen. And shit, it happened and recently in the Super. I remember and, him covering his fear and that just releasing that fear. Exactly what people bring up. Of him being afraid to die, getting getting that out of his head, and realize that hey, he's really that he's really strong. And this is a man who holds up pretty damn well against a, you know the most popular character in the in the series. And Super Saiyan Blue, right? Yeah, and, and again, I is like I say, for if you're putting him in my favorite series or your favorite series, and most of your favorite series, like they they ended. Like, I don't think I want to put Krillin in there because anytime, at any point, Dragon Ball is still ongoing. This man, Krillin, can get another buff right now. He's already strong as it is. He can get another buff. Just because he ain't doing shit because it's the Saiyan show and Super don't mean nothing. He's really strong, man. Uh, if you've watched, you realize this is a man with a lot of untapped potential. He's, again, he's a one half of. The Turtle School's original <laughs> prototypes. So that's I mean, right. Yeah, like, you could you got bodied by like body by Frieza and Tanner? Like somebody who was hundreds of times stronger than him at that point, right? Huh. Every, and, and that's that's what I'm, that's the point is that every time he got killed, yes, it was by somebody way stronger than him. But that's the point. Yeah, that's, that's the point. At the time. Of the level of strength that he had, right? I'm not putting 15 year old Krillin in nothing. Yeah, like I'm not like no. Like I said before, the nigga who uh, who had to who had to remind himself that he didn't have a nose to fight the big stinky nigga. No, we're not putting <laughs> Krillin in nothing. Nah, nah, no, nah. I'm putting in Dragon Ball Super Krillin, right? Yeah, the the man who at that point. Right? How many? Who's killed Krillin in Dragon Ball Super? Tell me. That's right. Nobody. Because the plot has not demanded it. A. And B. 
he's not he's not getting pieced up like that no more. No, he's like, not like this is not a character that's just like he's he's there to let Goku have something to be angry about. Like we're not doing yeah. that no more. Yeah, right. Plot. Like, yeah. All right, taking him out of plot device points because for every time Krillin is killed, this is to you. Uh, and death is just a plot device in the show where you could just wish niggas back. I mean, let's yeah, be you're real, wishing bro. Them, I mean, I mean, if Krillin dying five times means he's weak. Then don't that mean you say you're a messy? I can't put him in nothing. Nah, he, nah, I, I, I fucking Mercedes. No, nah, I think, and like I said before, Krillin is beating this game. And again, Krillin surpassed the speed of light as a kid. <laughs> Both of them. Both Goku and Krillin. Fast the speed of light. Yusuke is very fast, too. Around like what, max 60, max 60 feet or so. Like, got somebody you can fly, dodge shit, can planet bust. Like, I don't know what y'all think this is. Like, and I don't want people to think this is a bias. Like, Dragon Ball is not my favorite series. Like, people may think we it just is. just know it like, a lot. I just I know it a lot, but it's not my favorite series. But I, I don't think like Truman is just getting bodied like everybody is saying. Yes, like again, I think both. I think Krillin is a very, and that in his showcasing in a series as a whole, he's a very smart guy, crafty with the way. Do you know how fight. strong Key Blast is, nigga? Yeah. Them niggas can eradicate niggas, man. Yeah. Uh, Do you know how yeah. powerful a Kamehameha wave really is? Yeah. Uh, again, a martial artist, a planet buster. Can fly. <laughs> um, can make niggas go blind. Yeah, like people aren't here. Can just yeah, put the, those, the rays of the sun in your eyes, and they yeah. all know you can't just look in the sun, bro. You can't yeah. just look in the sun, bro. Okay, yeah, these Dragon Balls don't let these don't let these Dragon Ball Z niggas fucking reinforced eyesight fool you. Where they're yeah, like three seconds right. later, I rubbed that out. I'm fine now. These other niggas and these other shows, you put the whole power of the sun in their fucking face. Ah, that's it. A whole week, they blind. A whole week. Yeah, like like I Retinas said, retinas burn the fuck out. Retinas burn, and people misunderstand like techniques usually when the fight for for most important fights in in Dragon Ball, uh, a, a, a destructo disc. Could have killed Nappa had Vegeta not told this man to watch out. I mean, I'm pretty sure Gojo can get taken out by a Destructo Disc. I'm pretty there's sure Jujutsu just told a, me he can get hot, took out by something at least like a Destructo Disc. Yeah, he's a, like, again, Kamehameha Wave, like a blind folk. Um, Again, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm fucking got, around, right? Uh, I, I, I speak in yeah, chess, I don't, right? Yeah, I'm just like, saying. I, I think people sleep on Krillin because of Y'all sleep on Krillin, man. Just because, like, I'm I not, get we've seen him die a bunch of times. It, it, was, it was a plot device, bro. I just, yeah, like, shit. Tension on has held back Cell, imperfect Cell. And that was um, back when Tien was stronger than Krillin. Yeah. And Krillin, again, for the most part, yep it. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not doing no thing. I, I, I really, I don't give you. Whoever wins, wins. 
the the question is how how well is he gonna fare? Will he hold up? Yes, yes. A man who can fly can do a lot of things. This <laughs> this is inherently. Krillin is soloing the My Hero verse. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. All he has no. to do is blow the fucking planet up. Yeah, Not like, that Krillin just because, would do just some because shit like, like that. Yeah, like, but that's all he has to do. Yeah, like I like just because you don't see an action doesn't mean it cannot happen. Krillin can blow up a planet. If Why Vegeta and well, Saiyan Saga could blow up yeah. a planet, bro, y'all yeah, not te- you can't tell me that Vegeta that Krillin's not stronger than Vegeta in the Saiyan Saga by the end of Dragon Ball by where we're at in Dragon Ball Super right now. Let alone the end of Z. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, you know what I mean by end of the end of Majin Buu. You know what I'm saying? But all right, so, so we know we that nigga's know. as strong yeah. as like Frieza was yeah. back when he. You know what I'm saying? At that point, and that's like a milli. Yeah, like I don't like, I don't like, talking like we about know probably. for we know for real. Krillin was, the, you know what I'm saying? By the end, by the end of Majin Buu, we know Krillin was strong as shit compared to. Vegeta in the Saiyan saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I shit. Who was blowing up planets? Man, like, I, you build the reputation. I'm not a power scaler, but I am. Yeah, I don't. If we're, yeah, if we're I, talking about shit that's he, from a show that fucking damn near. Like, yeah, like, this is a show built, that it built the foundation. Like, it, it didn't invent power scaling, but it definitely built new foundation. It's, it, it's, it's why you, it's why the it's way why it's why everybody you, power scales it, today. It's why you, it's why you think of certain characters strength the way how you think it is now. It's just due to like that whole, oh yeah, power level system. Like, this, I mean, this is a series known for being having busted power scales. That's why what I'm would saying, I put up, why would I put a busted character in? Like Krillin, who's again, it's just just Dragon Ball Piccolo is an S rank demon in Yu Hakusho. Yeah, yeah, right, Junior, right. We can can agree with that, right? My Junior is an S rank demon in Yu Hakusho. Like my Junior, not even Piccolo in Dragon Ball Z. My Junior is an S rank Yu Hakusho demon. So, like, I mean, let's let's just be let's just be real. Let's just, I'm just, I'm just asking us to be real. I ate, I ate the Krillin slander for somebody who appreciates Krillin as being the more human part of the series, giving him something to relate to a little bit. I, 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 yeah, I ate all of that. But again, I disagree. Gonna disagree. Going to disagree. I think, like I said, Dragon Ball, known for it. Busted power scaling, and we have the strongest human alive, and the guy who and that means something, man. He wasn't the strongest like, human alive when he got killed. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. But the Krillin that's the strongest human alive isn't is the version of Krillin that I'm going with, and that Krillin has not got murked by nobody yet. I mean, just, we all agree Dragon Ball Super is a reset for these kids, right? They don't know Krillin got killed a bunch of times. These kids ain't seen Krillin get killed one time. And if the kids ain't seen it, it ain't happened. That's <laughs> I'm bullshitting. Yeah. I'm bullshitting. It happened. Yeah. Yeah, you got killed five times. Yeah. But you you know what I'm saying, man. It ain't happened in, in modern era GT? Dragon Ball one time, bro. Yep. 
Hey, everybody hate GT and y'all count on GT. That's 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 no point. And like, come on, like, come on, bro. The point was that seventeen was killing his eighteen's husband because he was trying to drive her yeah. to the brink. Yeah, yeah. Every there time he's killed, it's not, it. it's, it's not because he's just so like, nah. Curlin, Curlin, the fighter. That boy, that boy. And it was it was super seventeen, bro. Yeah, man, busted as hell. Come on. Man. I mean, come on. Hellfighter 17 was crazy. Tr- I, I digress. Listen, man. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Stop sleeping on Krillin. Stop sleeping on my man. Of, for the sake of this series is, is busted <laughs> in regards to power scaling. He's the strongest human, and he's still, he's still out here fighting, beating up goons that are supposed to be very... Very, 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 very powerful human. Well, threats to human life. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Can we get an evil Krillin so he can blow up a planet? You know what I'm saying? Look, 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 man. Maybe Krillin Black coming took- for y'all ass. That's all I'm saying, Krillin. bro. Krillin Black yeah. coming, bro. Sleeping on Sleeping on my man. <laughs> But man, listen, listen. As as we talked about earlier, we did spend this past weekend watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And that wasn't for no reason because this week we are so very glad to discuss a very, very strong villain. Like just and I, I don't even mean strong in like terms of power, like, yeah, he's yeah. powerful. But this is someone who his presence on screen, like just very commanding, right? Literally takes over scenes. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that boy. He won the main. So this week we are more than welcome to discuss Full Metal Alchemist's own King Bradley. The Wrath himself. There's something rather comforting about facing death like this, wouldn't you agree? It's all that matters. Nothing else even seems to exist outside my pure instinct to survive. Rank, personal history and birth, race, sex, the name given to you. It's all meaningless. This is the only thing that's real, to fight on behalf of my own life and nothing else. I've never felt so complete. <laughs> I guess you could say I finally arrived. So, D, when I was going through Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood this past weekend, you know, I was used to the 2003 version, like I mentioned earlier. So, I was used to Pride, right? <laughs> um, a completely different take on oh, King oh. Bradley. Um, oh, you're for me. Because <laughs> they lean heavily on the fact that they call him the Fuhrer. Like, it's like, like, whoa, wow. whoa, whoa. Yeah. I didn't know he's a yeah. Nazi. Like, whoa. Nah. Whereas nah. this King Bradley, a completely different character uh, from who we had in the original Full Metal Alchemist series. You know, we have someone who, the, as the leader of Amestria. You're introduced to him 
as this like perfect ruler, right? In terms of like, he's very soft with the, the people that are in his immediate command. He seems very friendly with them. Uh, but yeah. Fuma Alchemist Brotherhood does a really great job of shredding that entire facade away by the end of the first yeah. episode. They always do this shit, man. <laughs> with all their villains. That shit hurt. Man. Show Tucker, fuck you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Despicable. Go what to hell, Show Tucker. But yeah. for, uh, for as much as King Bradley did throughout Full Metal Alchemist, as much as he, um, you know, commanded throughout that, right? You wind up just still being drawn to like, I want to see what this character is going to do next. And, and he's uh, responsible for genocides, complete genocides, you know, responsible <laughs> for endless wars between Amestria and Isvala and the other countries surrounding Amestria. But you still find yourself just like, I want to know what this guy's really about. Just from that first episode where it ends with the the ice alchemist, you know, escaping, trying to, to leave from the country after telling Ed and uh, Al, like, yo, y'all don't even understand. Y'all are just dogs for the military now. This whole <laughs> this whole country that y'all are looking to serve, this ain't about shit man everything sucks the ruler is the worst and who pops up on this man as he's escaping but the ruler himself like an evil batman yeah pulls up on him in an alleyway every time it was like heard you were talking shit this timing is impeccable (laughs) oh that's a that is a trait about this man that just lasts throughout the entire series when it's when it is time for someone who is really strong and maybe an opposing force to the heroes uh in a way that king bradley cannot benefit from the one person who's going to show up to take care of it is king bradley himself Man, if you see him on the scene and he taking out his sword, you already know shit getting shit getting cleaned up rather quickly. You see one or two swords in this man's hands? Yeah, yeah, it's it's getting hectic (laughs) for whoever is on screen. Yeah, Mister, waste no time. He has no thrills to the core. I mean. And talk about an efficient killer, right? Like this is just someone like the moment he shows up to take on the ice alchemist like he just immediately goes for him like just and he didn't stand a single chance it is a matter that that, it almost seems like that's that's something that kind of resonates in how this character is portrayed anyone who's facing off against king bradley at any point has no chance against him no And, and that's the wild thing is that, you know, King Bradley is always aware of everyone else's machinations around him at all times. You've got Roy Mustang, who's constantly trying to further his career. He's very well aware of the fact that Roy Mustang wants to become the next hero. He knows it. 
and is even willing to let himself prove that strength <laughs> each time and time again. Yeah, this is this is while recognizing this dude could be a problem for me. Yeah, he's he's clearly a threat to who I am and what I what I'm standing for. And he's like, you know, it's a test for him. Like, it's one thing. He's re he's a respectful, <laughs> respectful or honorable sense of honorable. Like he has this pride and honor about him. Like certain shit you'll let slide. Out of just mere respect. If he respects your strength. Or who you are as a character, like, yeah, you don't let it rock, and you see it a lot. Shit, his fight with friggin' Ling Yao. Uh huh. He, 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 he thought she was a worthy partner, man. Like, she was pretty good with the sword play for a dude that is like really, really good for you to compliment her. And, you know, says a lot. He's not. He's not somebody just out here just gonna be bursting you with pure compliments but he knows exactly when to give a you know a, a good approval he's, he's a funny guy too he can go on very funny guy. and that's really funny that you mentioned that right like he has this great sense of humor like he always seems really pleasant around his subordinates all of those are strengths that allows him to disarm anyone mm. who he sees as lesser than him and the problem is that he views all of humanity yeah, everybody, as lesser than everybody him. Everybody is lesser than him. So he's just playing around with everybody because he knows that it, that's just what's required. You don't got to do much. What? Do you think you got to be super serious? These, these people are weak. As a hum homunculi, Wrath, he was an exception amongst the seven because... He's the only one that was created from being a human. You know, Bradley was born as a person, as an orphan that was raised amongst a, other children that had been abandoned and kept in a secret program to raise prospective Führers. Basically, the armistry and military was looking for the future perfect ruler of their nation. So they gathered different orphans that they had and they raised them, teaching them how to master the arts of politics, military strategy, how to deal with humans, human behavior and in martial arts. Right. Like they were just taught and trained to be the perfect warriors. Perfect. Legitimately. This man has his whole life planned out for him. And it's so funny because like, you know, usually villains like you got a bat, like a crazy backstory, like. This man is a nobody before this test. And he's really a nobody before until he gets that title of Defure. Like, yes. Legitimately doesn't even have a name. Mm, this is called number 12. He's number 12. And it's not, again, he's not the chosen one. He's not the brave. Nothing. It was just, he was compatible <laughs> with, with, with what they needed. And that's it. Somebody else would have been compatible. It wouldn't be a. This wouldn't be King Bradley. This would have been just number 12. <laughs> he would have wound up just a dead number 12. Yeah, just because did. in order for him to even take on the moniker of King Bradley, he was injected with a Philosopher's Stone, the same as he had seen others before him go through, go through the torture of being injected with that Philosopher's Stone only to then die 
when their bodies rejected it. However, his body didn't reject the Philosopher's Stone. This piece of alchemy created from thousands of other souls, this ultimate source of power. The interesting thing is, is that with King Bradley being a homunculus, he himself couldn't even tell the difference whether it was his soul that was still the prime soul as King Bradley after his body accepted the Philosopher's Stone or if his soul was just the power of all of that wrath stored within the stone. He never had been anyone prior to that. Just this nameless child, this nameless, nameless man one. at this point. No important parents, no nothing. Just a candidate. <laughs> That's it. And the moment his body was infused with that Philosopher's Stone, he was told by father, the leader of all the homunculus, as well as all of the other doctors that were overseeing this program, you're now King Bradley. <laughs> and with that, you know, he, he just led an entire militaristic career that was completely planned out for him. He was put in place to always be overseeing command of either military control or even eventually the country of Amestria itself. Yes. Only choice he ever got to make in life was the woman that he would go on to marry, Mrs. Bradley. And, that, and that's funny. Like, he's very uh, prideful guy, man. Very prideful guy. Like, they, there's a scene where, like, when one of the lieutenants is, you know, feels a little bit sorry for this man. Like, he's he embodied. He about, to, he about to pass. But, you know, he's like, stop, 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 man. And, you know, that's, that's something I really want to touch on, right? Because he has this humanity in him when it comes to how he deals with his family. Because the entire series, you got the characters saying, he's a homunculus. There's no way he could, you know, they're, they're unhuman. There's no way they could even care for this fabricated family that he has. And in every example that we see of him with his family, he cherishes them. Yeah, his wife. Yeah. His wife, at least. Right, <laughs> you know, um, his, his adopted son being uh, Pride, another homunculus who was basically placed there to look over, uh, you know, Rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably didn't yeah, give a damn about. Yeah, it's basically Celine. his brother. You know, basically his brother. He didn't give a shit. Yeah, he never like. It's funny. He's more lenient with humans than he is with with his actual siblings. And uh, again, very funny, very funny. You would think you would think but it'd be the opposite, but not. At the same time, he hates, it completely detests the indecisiveness of humans. Their their ability to not be fully calculated or you know fully measurable in what they're able to do. Right. It's all the X factors of humanity that he hates the most. He hates the inconsistency of people. Right. It, so much to where, you know, he's someone who sees himself as above humans and realizing his place in the world is him homunculus. He doesn't even believe in the concept of God. So, you know, when there's Ishvalan saying that he's going to be punished by God by his crimes, he's saying like, Bruh, all right, man, if God was going to stop me, why ain't he done it yet? Why you didn't do it? 
Like he really. Why don't y'all just stop me? Y'all ain't on God to stop me. I just talk about God. Like he he giving them them atheist bars like crazy. Like, you know what? This God of yours is just for tool. Just just a tool for fear and order. It's fear and order, man. It's fear and order. There's nothing that's gonna punish me because if there was, what happens? And the thing is How long are they gonna wait? I don't even feel like he's like fully atheist in just in the sense that he's like I don't I don't like that y'all use God as his buffer to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I do it for God. He's like, man, just do it for your own strength. Like Yeah, he hates the excuses and just the idea of placing something else or you know what I'm saying? Like the 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 sacrifice. Because he doesn't even believe in sacrifice. Hates that. You know? Hates that. He believes that only the strong would survive. Like anyone losing their life. It can't be balanced by like giving it to make others survive. Like, no, like, why aren't you just fighting? Like, he exudes these very stern traits, right? Where clearly, you know, like he he can't even accept Scar choosing to use alchemy after having sworn it off for for years right he he can't see why humans can change because this is a person whose entire life has been stagnated once he was told what his place in life would be that was it he would never make a choice there's nothing else for him to do this is who he is (laughs) forever will be that was his goal so you know that's the thing that really makes him such a layered villain because with Bradley's entire ideology of seeing the inconsistencies of humanity and not understanding them yet still admiring the strengths that humans certain especially specific humans have yeah um those whose strengths he recognizes um admiring that that's what makes them stronger yet he can't understand it in himself that's it's it's a really strange aspect to his character but one that i admire because it it shows that he recognizes his place as a homunculus but you, you know there was a scene where he's talking to pride and he says you know look don't you think maybe like it's time for us older beings to like move out of the way for these younger, more evolved ones. And like pride's like, don't you think that's insolence towards father? And it's like, so like pride kind of like checks it like, yo, like, nah, we're higher than them. Don't even think like that. But yeah. the fact that this is thought in his head, man. Yeah. Like, like again, it's, it's that, that idea of just like, just, just selfish, just blindly worshiping something because of the order. But, Again, this is the conflict that he and that he has to face. And although it's not a bother to him, really it doesn't affect him personally or his or his character much. <laughs> but like he really this is a really funny dilemma for the most part. Yeah, why why don't you move away for those the young folk? But at the same time, you're somebody who has an order. This is what you've been brought up for. You've been following this forever. Uh, you don't got time to think like this anymore. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's that headstrong ideology of not having any sort of choice for himself. Um, 
remaining only loyal to just what father commanded him and the power that he had as a homunculus with the ultimate eye you know that made him an unstoppable force we saw this man take on like we mentioned earlier like characters that in if anyone else had been taking them on it would have been like yo okay like maybe this person is going to give them some trouble but because it was king bradley you know he faces against ling yao and yet it's cool that ling yao had that powerful sword play you know what i mean yeah it's really cool that he was able to to get that help and and try to to fight two on one you know what i'm saying but it it didn't mean shit this shit don't don't mean shit at all the fact that lanfan had to get rid of her arm in order to lose Bradley just shows you like yeah big threat yeah this is a different kind of cat man big threat this man, yeah, many have tried man. many have failed it, man. like I said they tried to blow up this man and on the train they tried to blow up that shit that didn't do nothing he used that showering gun he, he, he saw a path of rocks and was like okay I'm just gonna jump along those hang on to a tree and just dive into the water man I'll be good bro I'm gonna make it in every instance where this man should have been killed he survives yeah you know I remember there's the point where everyone from the Briggs uh, fort had come down and taken over central command Mm -hmm. and you see they they announce over the the loudspeaker like hey we've taken over all the areas of central command we've all done it we we, we've we've been able to you know conquer king bradley's forces they're all like hip hip hooray hip hip hooray and he he comes on and the music cuts out yeah the voices stop and he said hey y'all i'm back by the way i'm taking all this shit any of my forces that are still around y'all better Get to them guns right now. Right now. Because <laughs> oh, I'm about yeah. to storm in. He, he definitely did. <laughs> that boy came through swinging. This man charged with swords. They had missiles. He they had guns. He's slicing bullets in half. They, a, a tank launched a, a huge shell at him. He's cut it sling clean in half man yeah. attack the tank head on he stabs a dude that was in the damn tank swings around gets the dude that's up in the gunnery seat drops a grenade in the tank blows it up as the grenade was going <laughs> in reverse uphill to try to escape from him fucking crazy fucking Bro. crazy I still mark over that scene. That shit was amazing. <laughs> I yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, nah, man. Uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist top ten, <laughs> like top ten, <laughs> top ten yeah. easily. They got it. <laughs> I don't think we're touching this one. Even still to this day, there's ways where like I don't like. There's a lot of great anime fighting scenes, especially in a lot of modern anime, right? Like Jujutsu Kaisen is some really interesting, really cool looking fights. 
But like, bro, the stuff they were doing in this anime in 2009, 2010 has stood the test of time because I saw it for the first time in 2023 and I was like, bravo. Wow. Oh, man. And every one of my favorite fights has King Bradley. Bradley in that mug. (laughs) All this shit is gold. All of these fights. When he fights against greed, he goes, yeah, I'm going to kill you like 15 times, ain't I? Yeah. I was like, yo, this guy's the one. He fights against uh, uh, Ling Yao possessed by greed. Ling Yao switching between himself and greed trying to fight him. Bruh. If it wasn't for the fact that they were like really, really adamant towards killing this man and had that, you know, that little help. Bruh. Listen, man. Yeah. I, I I really don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I think Buccaneer, like, yeah, he died and getting that sword in him, bro. But uh, I don't I don't think he would have came out as hurt as he was, man. And you know, like him losing his eye in that fight was really what led to him losing the scar later on. Like, and that even that. An injured King Bradley versus Scar. And Scar was like, bro, if it wasn't for the fact that he's injured, I wouldn't have been able to take him at all. Man, RIP my man Few. I just want to say that right now. Dang, hurt. Okay. Old man Ninja taking on my man King Bradley right alongside Ling Yao. That dude goes, he's even older than me. He's needs to be this fast. And it gets him right there. Blah. But this is as old as you get. I was like, damn. Yo, yeah, yeah. That hurt. That hurt. Oh, man. It was so cool. And if you tried the last t- attempt effort, man, came at him with the grenades on his body, jumped yeah, in at him. And that yeah. man, Bradley, just clean cuts <laughs> through the fuses. I was like, like nah. Different kind of different kind of different guy, man. This is a different kind of guy. Usually I'm I'm thinking like, yo, this is like this is leaning toward the end. This really should be the end of him. Like, nah, man. Said not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. Mm-mm. He said, no, nah, man, I got another fight to get to, bro. And like I mentioned earlier, that fight with Scar, just absolutely incredible. He's, gotcha. We alluded to earlier where he was berating Scar the whole time through that battle. Like, why are you using alchemy? Didn't you see it as evil? Didn't your god see this as, you know, as an act against him? And he's quest- questioning Scar, like trying to break him down mentally. And Scar just like, he's not saying nothing back. He's just having to throw hands. Cause it's like, yeah, like, that's the only thing you can do. It was really, really interesting, you know, only because of the fact that King Bradley was blinded by the sun during that battle, that Scar was able to land a fatal blow on him, you know? Man, if this man, and he took some blows, like, like, yeah, Scar got a really good victory, but man, this man Bradley been fighting some real demons. Real, real skilled ass fighters. 
to, to come in, you know, half health. Think of it like a video game. You come in half health and you still you still going straight blow to blow with somebody like this. And it was really, it wasn't like this. Even one could have won. Even one. And for him to be damaged and hurt and still being able to show like, yeah, he really might win and just go ahead and fuck up the rest of the cast. Like, man, that shows you that he's he a little bit too different. <laughs> too different. And he's 60 years old, by the way. <laughs> That's the wild part, man. It's like, this is a 60-year-old dude who was just so damn powerful because, you know, he was a homunculus powered by the Philosopher's Stone, right? But what I found the most interesting about him is like in his death, you know, he even thanks humans for being so inconsistent for giving him the life that he felt that he was worth living. Because he could recognize the strengths in humanity that he didn't have in himself, which was the only strength he didn't have was being yeah, human. Because he had the ultimate strength in every other yeah, he aspect. Yeah, per- he was perfect at every other damn thing. Perfect. Perfect. What? That's the wild thing about Wrath. I really appreciate him, even though he's not the spanner in the works, right? He's not yeah. the person who is the puppet master of all of the events in the series. The orders that he carries out are undeniably evil. But as a villain, he stands out amongst most others because he's that sort of honorable villain that you respect the actions that he does in in force. You're yeah. so enamored by the force and might of the character that it's easy to see how all of these people in Amestria follow him, regardless of whether the fact that he was put into his role. Right. It's easy to see why he was the one that was chosen to become Keen Bradley. He's a- he has all of the characteristics at face value of a righteous leader. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you would have thought at face value, at face yeah. value, everything behind the curtain, you know, from everyone that was high ranking in the military knowing all of his plans and being in on it because he was like yo by force what y'all gonna do if what y'all are y'all going to what are you gonna do about knowing that i'm a homunculus what's it how does this change anything for you if anything i remember at one point in the series you said wouldn't you think it's better off that a homunculus is leading you <laughs> talking that talk man i mean really this is not a character who's like sick and twisted in a direct personal sense because whoever was going to be King Bradley would have to carry out the will of father through those orders of genocide, through those orders of war, right? Mm-hmm. But it's that might that he portrays and the, the mastermind that he is in taking steps like telling Alphonse and and uh 
telling Alphonse and Edward, oh, that Winry girl? Oh, if you try to leave the military, oh, I'll just make sure that she gets brought up here. Oh, M- Colonel Mustang, you're trying to make moves on me? All right. Man, I'll just make Hawkeye my personal assistant now. Moving every damn body. <laughs> it's so crazy. Move his entire direct command to different corners of the country. Right? It's these certain little actions that he takes whenever he sees people opposing him that are, yes, there are moments where he's directing his control as a villain, but even to himself, he's like, let me see them try to get out of this one. Yeah, he's like, this is just a test for him. (laughs) Because if they do, he acknowledges their strength. He acknowledges their cunning. Sick guy. (laughs) Sick guy, but it's that, that's that, that, that prideful honorable, fearful, strong character type archetype that most people gravitate to. He filled that perfectly. You know, I I have to admit, right? Like I said before, this is a series that going into it, I only knew of a rendition of this character that is not the character that we're covering at all this week. Yeah. But I had done enough research. I've been told enough times by enough people who's Opinions I definitely take serious when it comes to anime about this rendition of the character. And I've done enough leading up to us making this season to where I felt very assured in choosing King Bradley as a character that would go into the season before I ever watched the show. I never choose to have us cover anything on this show that I don't already know about to some degree. So when I say that learning about King Bradley through watching all of uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood over the past few days was an enjoyable experience because I agreed with everyone who had ever told me <laughs> this version of King Bradley was him. Yeah, tough. Not no punk, not, not Dante's friggin' punk. That Dante shit. 2003. Yeah, but you're right. That version was just someone who was just pride was just a pawn. Wrath, while he has no will of his own as a character by choice, the might that he exudes and the actions that he takes within the series, as well as has his ideologies, wraps him up into a perfect combination that makes one of the greatest villains I've ever seen in anime. Hands down, I stand on it. I really mean it. I hope everybody listening that if y'all already have experienced Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood uh, already, that y'all agree with everything that we said this week. um, Because Y'all have known these things longer than I have, right? <laughs> um, but if you haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, take it as a person who 14 years later has finally watched the series. Uh, I give it the same stamp everybody else does. Like, this is a golden series. Stand, will stand the test of time. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is an amazing rendition 
to the manga that was created for this series and mm -hmm. uh that entire story when told out completely will have you loving characters that you when you're first introduced to you'll think they'll be gone in three episodes <laughs> you know th there's not a single side character that i was introduced to that i wasn't just like huh you know what? You're kind of interesting. Or, you know what? You're cool as shit. I didn't know you'd be this cool. <laughs> Thankfully, I went in knowing to some degree that King Bradley would be this dope. But God, that I have no idea. <laughs> Way wrath was way stronger than the friggin' pride. <laughs> I'll give you that for sure, man. Hell yeah. And I'm I'm glad to have revisited a character that I was somewhat interested in 20 years ago that I absolutely love now. Just one of my favorites. Like not not even through bias of us covering the character for the show. No, um, that dope. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no, he is, man. D, thank you so much for recommending him this season, man. Yeah. I uh, I'm really sad. glad. Really glad we went with that. Man. Guy, man. Well, I hope that y'all enjoyed covering King Bradley this week as much as we did. Be sure to tune in next week as we are going to be covering someone that I know everybody has been asking all season. Yeah. All <laughs> season. Ever since we said we're covering villains this season. When y'all gonna talk about Griffith, man? When y'all gonna talk about Griffith? Y'all talking about Griffith? Y'all talking about Griffith, though? Well, guess what, Berserk fans? My fellow strugglers, next week we talk about Griffith. We talking about the the, the, the Mr. Unthinkable, the, the most heinous piece of shit I've seen in manga history. And we might even have somebody special out with us, too. So be on the lookout for that, man. So as always, y'all, subs lie, dubs lie. We don't, never have, and never will. We out here. How about your boys? Peace.